Hey everyone, Deadbeat Hero here. Welcome to another episode of Arcade Podcast. Uh, today's podcast guest is Shaman Cassette. Shaman and I go way back. He's an international hip-hop artist, and we know each other back from San Antonio days. Um, and if you've listened to Tribe Vibes on FM FIA with DJ Effect, then you have definitely heard his music. And he has a new album coming out. Um, actually, it's out already. It's called Blades of Steel. Um, you can find that online. Um, if you're a real big fan of, you know, that good, that good underground hip-hop shit. You know what I'm talking about? That boom-bap in-your-face shit. Then you would like Shaman Cassette's music. Um, he is out in L.A. right now. Um, it's where he's currently living. So we did this chat over Zoom. So please excuse the sound quality. And it's a rather short one because, you know, when you're not in the same uh, room with someone, uh, you know, I don't know. It, just, it was just shorter than usual. So I threw some music in there. I hope you can jam out to that. And uh, yeah, I just want to also take a moment here to thank you guys for listening to the podcast, for your comments, for following this uh, this journey. <laughs> and um, yeah, I hope you like what you've heard so far. All right. So without further ado, let's get into this podcast. Um, Shaman Cassette. Arcade Podcast, episode number four. Let's do it! First, let me let me welcome you to the arcade podcast, man. Shaman Cassette, thanks for coming out and well, not coming out, but you know, this is gonna be my first like yeah, online. Yeah, coming out. This is my yeah. this is my first uh, online interview, actually. Yeah, I've been I think doing it's my first podcast, actually. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, straight up. Like, Damn, I'm fucking honored. Yeah, I didn't really go too deep with the podcast. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm stuck. Oh, I seen you doing it. I was like, shit, yeah, man. It's perfect timing. Yeah, I tried to, I came up with the idea last year, at the end of last year, when we were like in really hardcore lockdown. Um, and I did a few interviews, but I didn't put them out yet because we were kind of getting the whole concept of the podcast together. And yeah, now right. it's out. So now you can kind of see what's happening. And Yeah, I love it. Like, it's, it's a vision. It's like, it's a vision. I like it. Thanks, man. You know, Appreciate we all it. go back to that analog thing. We like that. We like that uh, Nintendo and all the 8-bit and the, the game on, inspiration man. concept stuff. So I was like, yes. Yeah, man. You were rocking all that yeah. 80s shit before it was like really hip to do that shit. I remember that shit. Back right. Antonio, man. You were rocking that power exactly. glove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's on the street with the power glove. It's like. That's right. It's pushing that. Before, before everybody was like all into the 80s again you know i remember that shit. i know yeah yeah i just couldn't help it just like needed that shit. what's going on with this, what's going on with this nebula league man I, i've been seeing it on on instagram can you tell us a little bit about it so the nebula stuff is pretty much an immersive uh outlet to basically generate community within art and sports mainly the sport of hockey and i realized there was not so much awareness in the presence of colored people in uh, the sport of hockey or the history and so i wanted to create a cool way that wasn't like kind of forceful but just kind of an artistic fun way to like say hey 
there's some history that's got a little bit of dust on it that we need to knock off and like join the join the skate brigade over here and we're just kind of doing positive things and utilizing and uh, exercising our social distancing things and just kind of figuring out ways to get by with everything and still stay lively and joyous within our arts. So this has just been a way to do that and just communicate it and let the hockey players know that we're building a community and a voice for them that may not have a voice because I always like to use my music voice to do that in areas where there may not always be a voice, like a musical element of things. So I just like to put it that way and just kind of help, help the mission out. Like just not so much trying to take on something my own, but just trying to provide my voice and provide my platform to just show people that there's some positive, safe things that we can be doing right now. Yeah. Like even in, in the bad times. But also hockey is just, a badass sport man i mean i've never played it hockey. is a badass sport i never played but yeah. you just you're, you're on the pads man you're on the ice you got these badass fucking helmets oh dude it is another level <laughs> yeah it's another level like it's it's so exciting to me i was like how'd i get this excited about this thing right <laughs> like how'd i end up like doing this because it was like one track and some poetry it wasn't even a track it was just like journaling and writing down some thoughts and then the next thing you know this turns into a piece and then one song turns to like two and then two to eight. And then it just ends up like 14 tracks of like hockey. It's like, yeah, yeah. whoa. Like, and then, then you have Blades yeah. of Steel. Yeah. And then you have Blades of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> is based off of the old Nintendo game, right? Yeah. It was inspired yeah. by the old Nintendo games. It's like one of my favorite games, just the sounds and the motion, just the motion of that game. It's just like a really big factor. I love that game so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, Nice, yeah, man. just to be able to like the what? Yeah, I was gonna say this is gonna be like a full length album, right? Yeah, it's a full length. Yeah, so it's not, a full it's length. Just... The most features I've ever had on a project ever. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Most nice. features. Who, who do you? Can you say who you have in the on the album? Yeah, yeah. So far, the first single came out like two weeks ago, and I had Thurston Howe. Mm-hmm. the third on it and then it's super this, dope to, it's a super dope song i, I really appreciate like that i, really I appreciate like that so much and thurston's one of my rap heroes ever since just like coming up in rap just like he was somebody that i always look up to or just kind of study the way they move within music and just kind of the times and the genres and the eras of things mm-hmm. so he's like a staple for me for like inspiration for me with that and a guy named Stanley came to look at him and become Stanley Cup. And escape the figure eight. And then um, I actually got Mike and I from Freestyle Fellowship Project Blow on the uh, release for tomorrow, along with Spoke Matumbo from nice. South Africa. So nice. those are the two players hitting the ice tomorrow. <laughs> so that'll be hype. Cool, man. Got some videos coming for that one. And then... Um, it was nice because uh, I got the support from Tuck, the company that makes the brothel creepers. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they've yeah, they've supported the Nebula Hockey Legion and blessed us with the creeper roller skates. So nice. we've been rolling in style, kicking ass and studded, spiked out style. <laughs> so is that gonna <laughs> is that gonna be for a video or, or what's that? Oh, for? it's for everything. Like yeah. all the players for play the promo in material. It. It's for the video, promo material. Yeah. yeah, everything's pretty much all the skates are provided by Tuck. A little collaboration. Nice. How long have you been out there in LA now? 
I have permanently, um, by not choice at all, had to make LA home when COVID kicked off. Yeah. So that's when LA actually became home. Wow. And I've just been here, not traveling, <laughs> just being rooted. <laughs> the most rooted I've ever been. Like, I don't think I've ever gone this long in my life without going somewhere. Really? Like, hopping on a plane. Yeah, I've just always been on the go. All over the place. Just traveling. Yeah. How, how is it over there, it's, it's cool. I mean, yeah. it's really cool. I like it a lot. It just took a lot of time to figure out how things work here, like, yeah. in L.A. Because just being, like, a passer through all the time for L.A. is a way different perspective than a person that's actually, like, a part of the community in L.A. And that's kind of what it's become now. It's beautiful. Like, there's a lot of really cool people. There's definitely a lot of creative and inspiring mm-hmm. individuals out on the LA scene. And it's nice just to have the accessibility to like working with other artists and collaborating. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's, yeah, so that's been nice, just like watching the time, just be kind of tranquil and just being able to activate and speak with people and kind of like just stimulate collaborations and just ideas or just conversations, if anything. Did you grew up in, in San Antonio? Hello, she's there, yeah, she's there. Am I what? I uh, said so you grew up in San Antonio? No, I didn't. <laughs> All right. But how yeah, do I, know I grew you, Like, I know we, we met each other in San Antonio. I know you were doing the circuit. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, there. when my mom retired from the military, she retired and went to San Antonio. But myself, I, um, I'm actually from Japan. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So like, I'm like, I'm um, myself. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah, it's kind of confusing, but since I told the first tower end of it, it just makes yeah. it easy. Like, yeah, so my, my mom was a soldier, so I was pretty yeah. much raised in a military type situation. So just right. doing a lot of traveling with that and just seeing a lot of the world. Do you find that it, it makes it easier for you to like go to new places and adapt pretty quickly? Oh, yeah. I yeah. adapt in new places easier than I adapt probably in front, like a place that's like, kind of just familiar with like i don't know yeah. i just like i just like the whole magic that works like how things go when you just kind of like in the space and just kind of like seeing what comes to you just like keeping the heart the energy the mind just all that i go and just seeing what happens when you're in these places yeah yeah that's why i really enjoy i think i, I was also a uh like an army brat my dad was in the army so i kind of grew oh, up wow like, yeah I grew okay up is that how you landed there um, I I was living before Atlanta, uh, before Georgia, uh, Texas. I was living in Atlanta, and then before then I was living in Louisiana, and then before then was like oh, Florida, wow, like my whole okay. childhood. But yeah, so you can relate. Yeah, when I when I moved out here to to Europe, it just I felt like comfortable, like at, at you know just adapting to the to the new culture. You know, I think it it wasn't easy, but it, you know it was I didn't feel like totally. You know, uh, fish out of water or anything. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps when you when you were doing that young. You're ha- always having to meet new people and and kind of. I know it was tough. Like it just was really tough. Like that's what it was. Like even coming around when I got over to San Antonio, it was like a bit of a uh, culture shock because you're just kind of used to things being different, and then people don't really understand where you're coming from, and then you're yeah. really foreign. And yep. they're really foreign, and then people just really see you as just someone they don't really understand or, or see things as a bit sus just because they don't understand it. And it's like, hell, I don't understand it. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. like, I'm new here too. I'm just like, yo, everyone told me that 
I should go to America and things would be great. So I was yeah. like, cool, I'll finish with high school now. I'll go to America and see how great things would be. And yeah. that's what I did. And there I was in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> man, the most random place you could think of, man. I mean, right. San- they put me in the most random place I could have started <laughs> off at. Like, I mean, it's yeah. a big city, but it's such a small, big city, man. It's crazy. It is. There's yeah. so many beautiful memories and just good people that I met there. Actually, the producer of Blaze of Steel, I also met when I got to San Antonio. Oh, really? So that's, yeah, that's Jazz Infinite. So that was just kind of reconnecting again. Like, I just had been a lot of gaps in time. And just when COVID hit, I found that time that was kind of critical to kind of relink and speak to people that were, like, from the past, people you might not have spoken to in a while, just checking on friends, seeing how everyone's doing. Yep. seeing what space uh, everyone was in. And it just so happened Jazz and myself were in a very similar space. So we just kind of instantly kicked off this thing together. And he literally soundscaped that blaze still like from the initial track forward. Nice. Yeah, so it was heads on. Man. Talking about um, traveling, are you planning to, to come through Vienna again anytime? I am itching to go to Vienna again. As soon as I'm able, I'm definitely going to go back to Vienna again. It's hard to make any plans at the moment, man. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, I have not been trying to make any plans. All I've been doing is honestly just refining and expanding my body of work because Mm -hmm. when things are ready, like, I'll just be ready to take off. Like, I'm going to start working on the new live show, even though there's nowhere to perform at. It'll be all Mm -hmm. good to go. There's just so much that needs to go into it that it's vital that I use this time. So it's actually a blessing to have this time. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I think if you have to use this time to kind of develop yourself a little bit more and, and that's what it is, man. Same. Like you kind of you have time now and you don't have to you don't really have to make appointments or anything. You just do your shit. No. Just do your shit. And it's no yeah. rush, it's for you. This time is for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Like a pause button. Yeah. But now I mean now over here the lockdown is kind of lightening up a little bit more. I think when once we go into summer it should be almost fairly back to somewhat of a normal um, yeah day, i guess but yeah we'll see let's see how it goes hopefully yeah, we can get see. some concerts again man it's crazy right i'm optimistic i'm like thinking like oh, yeah i'm not even honestly thinking i'll hear anything for like another year and a half two years i'm not tripping yeah i'll like be in these spaces like we got the nebula hockey legion arena we'll just be doing things there just doing special little situations up there yeah when was the last time you were out here in, in europe Last time I was out in Europe, we actually played Ministry of Sound on, actually, um, Valentine's Day last year, we played Ministry of Sound, and that was my last gig. Almost a year yeah, ago. So, yeah, that was nearly a damn year ago. So we came back from over in the UK and then hit right into the thick of COVID. Like, it was just a matter of, like, a couple of days before, yeah. like, it all hit, so... All my tours, I was pretty much booked up through this point, and everything just got zapped. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, so, yeah, just had to face the music, and that's when I pretty much just kind of activated my solo career and just kind of realized that that's the only thing that I kind of have right now because my band is Ireland and UK-based. Oh, really? So there's no way. Yeah, they're all just, like, from there and just there. So all my time was spent there prior to covid and now being being that i'm living in la now because i can't get back to the space over there and um yes new life new day new way yeah right taking it how it's coming and just kind of enjoying just being optimistic about the the changes and know that 
change is constant and that whatever it is, it should be. It's really not up to us. So we just make the best of that. Slay that car proper. Yeah. Do you have any other musicians or artists in their family? Or is it just you? So funny. That actually leads back to Blades of Steel. So I am the only other besides my uncle who was a raptivist in the 90s. So my uncle um, was the first, probably the only rapper that signed to uh, Alternative Tentacles, which was a label founded by the Dead Kennedys. So yeah, no shit, uncle, crazy. Yeah, yeah, so my uncle was founded by Jello from the Dead Kennedys. And he was put on, crazy, yeah, okay. so he was put on the road as a raptivist and he ran about with like Michael Franci and Public Enemy and all those guys just kind of yeah. communicating the message in the 90s. And uh, from that, he pretty much led off a career doing uh, voiceovers and just kind of being a personality throughout his career. And he went on to become the face and the spokesperson for Sega Genesis. And then uh, he did that all throughout the 90s and then began doing a bit bit more expansive stuff. But he's on the tape. He's on Blades of Steel. And he's doing... My request for him was to do a rendition of something reminiscent to his action video game segments for Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. So he executed it and it was just a total blessing. Damn. That's awesome, man. That's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, so that's Chili B. Chili B. Shout out to Chili yeah, B. Man, he's on it. Big shout out Uncle Chill. Nice. So can you tell us a little bit like about your process? Like how do you come up with your, your lyrics and where do you get your inspiration from? I pretty much, I get my inspiration from situations at hand, one, and two, like, I'm really into psychedelics, so, like, I might find a lot of my time spent, like, on micro, Mm -hmm. and it's just real tolerant, and it's just, like, get to see a lot of things differently, so you're able to, like, stimulate and be stimulated in ways, like, with inspiration, or, like, others, so, yeah, and it's still functioning, it's just, like, collecting all this like data pretty much and i just thing like i personally do like i smoke a lot of spliffs so like mm-hmm. pretty much every time i go to to smoke a spliff i'll like start writing to like a beat or like yeah, body yeah. to a body of work at hand and then before you know it i pretty much i won't even say how many spliffs i smoke a day a lot of <laughs> so, yeah so i don't know how many sm- spliffs i smoke a day like it's mad to even try to count that yeah, but yeah. um <laughs> but um yeah i just pretty much stack them up like legos and just kind of refine all these lyrics each time i go for a smoke and just kind of structure those and have a moment with these words and then by the time i'm done at the end of the day i just casually just sit down and just track it i feel you yeah it's, yeah it's no bother it's no pressure it's no writer's block there's no headache it's just joy are you more of like um like a morning working or is it like yeah oh i love it all i'm usually up every day by like 4 4 30 i'm up i'm up oh, shit. damn yeah i just love that time of the day and like the sun just the sky gets orange in such a way at yeah. that time of the day kind of like a tequila sunrise and it's just <laughs> i just love it i just yeah, really yeah. appreciate that and i don't like to miss that time of the day so i yeah. just get up and get active and then, yeah, like, nice. for myself, yeah, it's so nice. And then it's good because, like, for business and everything, it's, like, most of the regions that we're working in, like, their business hours would be conducted around that time for me. So it just lines mm-hmm. up. It's gotten to a routine. It's oh, man. 
Yeah, we could have done the we could have done the podcast earlier, man. I was like, oh I was shit, just, shit! I was like, we can just do it in the afternoon, man. Right? Know. Nah. Why don't you man, do it like I'm at fucking... ten or in the morning or anything? Nah, nah. I'm, <laughs> I'm sharp at five in the morning. I'm like, oh, man. work working out, rolling up, hey, yeah, getting the day ready, watching the day catch up with me. <laughs> I'm running yeah, backwards, I I skating. Yeah, because yeah, I'm I'm opposite, early. man. I'm I'm staying up like like super late now since oh, lockdown, so I'm up to like three or four in the morning like, okay just drawing yeah, nah, man. yeah that's, that's cool. i'm also the same we're like i'm not i'm not smoking or anything but um through through lockdown i made like a bunch of brownies you know so i'll, I'll take oh, some sweet. of that and i'll just take a little bit of that and and i'll just ride it out the yeah night until exactly. i'm totally falling asleep but and i'm just drawing the whole night listening to podcasts. yeah that's the way it's beautiful yeah yep, i love it i love and it i could way. i could go through the whole night but by the time i fall asleep i've already created a whole piece colored and everything yep it's exactly ready, it's, it's not a walk. struggle no, yep, no no i love that yep yeah. see it's diligence it's a process that's the thing like it's the process like the thing i tell people all the time is like don't rush through it like there's no reason at all you should be even getting frustrated because if you're getting frustrated that means you're in an inner conflict with the process and you can't be in conflict with the process mm-hmm. because it's really beautiful. And like, that's the part that you're going to get the magic in. That's right. Like preach. I can't speak. Yeah. It's like, seriously, like once I figured that out, people can't believe how I have never experienced writer's block in mm-hmm. like ages. Like it's just not a thing for me. Like yeah. it's impossible. No. Yeah. I feel you, man. It's, it's new for me because I gotten used to waking up early, you know, to, you know, to work yeah. out and start the day. And then, so I'd have to go to bed earlier. And yeah, new that patterns. Changed, yeah, now that's changed. Like, I'm not really not looking forward to going back to having to wake yeah. up again in the morning. But yeah, I, I pretty much change. hate my. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it helps. It also, like we were talking about moving all the time. I think new, it does. new routines. It helps for your for your imagination, man. For your creativity. It does. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. So what's next with the uh, with the album? Like, once you get it, when's it gonna drop? When you're releasing it? So the full album drops on the day that Willie O'Ree has his uh, jersey raised to the rafters. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be February 18th. All right. Nice. Nice. And then what happens after yeah. that? You're- so after that, the rollout will continue to go on throughout the hockey season. There'll be like more activations. There'll be like a lot going on at the Nebula Hockey Legion at mm-hmm. the arena. There'll be a lot going on with that. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing, yeah. Are they still there? So they're still doing games and everything out there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know no, what no fans, the Kings though, and right? all. Yeah, no fans. Yeah, there's going to be some safe situations busting up a few uh, select special people from time to time up to the up to the rink. Okay. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Oh, we actually have a rink. So it's downtown. That's where I was at today. Oh, yeah, okay, that's right, right. yeah, nice, that's nice. where it's going down. So that's <laughs> where we got all the nets and everything set up on the roof for the skyline action. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. so what are you doing besides uh playing hockey and and writing rhymes and stuff like that? Do you have any other hobbies that you're like you're collecting shit? Uh, are you I like modeling? To, I like to collecting shit, modeling, uh making clothes mm-hmm. mostly. Those be like the main things besides the music that I'm doing. Doing a lot of, been getting into a lot of film editing and like video editing the last couple of years. So honestly, I've been doing all my own visual stuff, really. Mm-hmm. So that's been real fun, just spending a lot of time learning that and figuring it out. It's just like a bottomless thing. Yeah, a lot of time goes into like 
capturing content and figure out things for the next videos and just keeping the content fresh and instantaneous. Right. What are you doing with, with the fashion you're making? Do you try to sell any of that stuff online or anything? Well, the thing is, a lot of my fashion stuff is done a lot through commission. So a lot of it, I'm not even able to post about it or speak about it. But it's um, it's a lot of concept-based stuff. I'll be doing a lot of stuff for uh, wardrobe for film, a lot mm -hmm. of stuff like wardrobe for theater. Nice. Um, any of the uh, artists, local artists in LA that need the services, wardrobe services, wardrobe consultations, like pretty much got to the point where I have a wardrobe museum basically from just like ages of archiving and just traveling the world and collecting clothing as my form of art yeah so it's just massive like just tiers and levels of just things just being archived and stored mm -hmm. so if you weren't um you know making making hip-hop would you think you'd be a like a fashion designer probably i don't know because like the thing is for myself i I feel like all of this is part of hip hop, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't feel like there's a real there's a real divide for it for me. So I don't think I could actually just do one. I, I need them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need them all personally. So like, I just have to communicate the the vision. So I need all those elements to kind of bring together. Yeah, to to do that. Nice, nice. Cool. Do you have any um, any siblings or anything? Or is it just you? Yeah, I have a brother. Yeah, I have oh, okay. a brother. And then I have another half-brother also in uh, that was in San Antonio as well. All right. And, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, but they're not doing anything, um, like, musically or, or artistically? Well, my um my youngest brother, he's actually a pro basketball player. So I think he just finished the season last year in Turkey. Oh, shit. And nice. I think he might be playing in Italy this year however they're doing that thing but yeah my brother's a pro baller nice, and then huh? my other brother actually took on the uh the soldier route so my other brother's actually a recruiter so he's out like looking out for the future and kind right. of staring people in directions and trying to give people positive alternatives and ways to kind of give back and be selfless yeah yeah man that's awesome uh, salute my brother for that right yeah, man. So what do you got planned for the rest of the day? It seems like you got like a lot of action happening over there today. Oh, yeah. The rest of the day, I have to get everything uh, queued up for the release tomorrow. So I've got like a, some video stuff that I'm going to finish up editing and put all that together. So I'll do that. Then I have another uh, interview from a journalist on publication that's going to ring me in a couple hours. And that'll be like a couple hours because that's for the uh, premiere, the actual premiere. Mm -hmm. So that'll be um, announced pretty soon as well since it releases the 18th. It'll be sweet. Is there anyone that you want to collaborate with that you haven't had a chance to collaborate with yet? Yeah, I want to collaborate with Shabazz Palaces. Oh, nice. Yeah, I want to collaborate with Shabazz Palaces. And I also want to collaborate with Brother Jay and Isis from the X-Clan. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Also, I want to collaborate with Cody Chestnut as well. Make it happen, man. Yeah, I'll have to figure out how to put that out there. I mean, the first step's done. I just said it. Yeah, you just did it. You put it out <laughs> to the universe now, so let's see what happens. <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> yeah. So after this uh, lockdown's all done and you're and you're kind of 
free from LA for a while. Where yeah. you, what's your next plan? Are you going to jump up and go somewhere else for a while or? Well, I'm enjoying LA being a beautiful base and there's a lot of like beautiful resources here for me right now in LA. So mm-hmm. I think it'll remain a beautiful base, but the road and the circuit for me leads towards the Emerald Isle. Like there's just so much waiting to erupt for me over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just the work that we put in with the band over the years, it's just kind of like we kind of got left left cold in a sense with the with the pandemic. So we're just kind of looking forward to kicking that back off and uh, getting back into our circus fest festival uh, circuit. That was our thing. Mm-hmm. Just doing the spiritual dance music and all that stuff via the acid music when I took a little break from yeah. uh, releasing hip-hop music. But now it's just back. Never took a break from making hip-hop music, but just yeah. a break from releasing it. And now that all the festival music and stuff isn't really having a place to do that it's just kind of reluctant upon the lo-fi and the hip-hop that we have now what was that um, you said you were making acid music between the hip-hop yeah it's um it's um it's called bombayage and we basically were doing uh live sound systems throughout the festivals during all the festival seasons and playing a lot of activations and a lot of club gigs throughout like uh spain um, mostly Spain, Ireland, UK, all those areas, getting a lot of stuff going on in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a good thing. Nice. It's kind of introducing to a smooth, like, nostalgic way of rap over dance music and just kind of rave shit because we're, like, tech and rave kids at heart, like, mm-hmm. to the fullest. Like, mm-hmm. I can't have one side without the other, so I just kind of need my lo-fi. I need my hip hop and I need my acid and my yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> is that online? Can you hear that online? The, the band? Or is it Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple of vinyls out. Yeah, you can, right. you can look it up. It's um yeah, it's Bon Voyage. Our current single now is called High Power and it's uh produced in collaboration with some of the pioneers of actually acid black science orchestra. Ashley Beatles, the producer that we worked with on that one. So it's been doing quite well. Cool, man. So is there anything else you want to to put out there into the universe, see if you can get it? Uh, yeah, I'm looking for a Zamboni. <laughs> yeah, Zamboni? For, yeah, would, Zamboni. Dope as shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm putting out in the atmosphere. So, hey, uh, if you speak to the atmosphere, let them know I'm looking for that. What is your plan with the Zamboni? I can't even imagine. Right. I'll be uh, candy painted, uh, definitely. (laughs) Gold diggings. Have you been checking, like, I have, but, like, nothing's impossible. Mm -hmm. We know people that make stuff now, so we know fabricators. Yeah, as long as it looks like some kind of Zamboni machine. Yeah, it'll be a proper Zamboni. It's It's going down. (laughs) <laughs> nice. yeah i have to say i listen to your music quite a bit when i'm painting and fucking just hanging out in the studio and shit oh really i do uh, man dude, it's really yeah, good magic. i really love that i love your your style of hip-hop and i love that you know i love that that style a lot yeah so, and it's cool not just because we know each other but it's just also, exactly it's because it's like it's really good work man it's really good the lyrics are dope. dude i really appreciate that it's really nice man keep I doing feel the that same shit. way about I appreciate you, man. I feel the same way about your art, dude. You've been like a driving motivation and force for me, just like 
just from even now, we only understand now why it's not so odd that you would end up in Austria, a place that I had already kind of like been doing so much work at yeah. just in the community there. And it's like, it just makes sense for people like us, artists like us. And like, I appreciate you as well. And like, man, salute lot, to man. all your art. I appreciate like it. Yeah. Doing. I kind of had to, I had to leave, you know, the States a little bit and kind of put myself in a totally different environment to kind That's of have to, to grow, do, you know? And yeah, exactly. The last six years have been crazy, man. But uh, especially in the last four years, I feel like the development really started to pop off and, you know, just keep going exactly. up and up. Yep. Yep. Nice, it just man. takes time, man. Get on it. Yep. It just takes time. So you want to plug your, uh, all your all your shits, your website, your Instagram. Yeah, stuff. shit, yeah. So my Instagram is uh, at Shaman Cassette, S-H-A-M-O-N-C-A-S-S-E-T-T-E. Um, also follow, I didn't mention, but uh, Blaze Steel is the actual first full-length release for my analog cassette label mm-hmm. called Rad Safari Tapes and rad safari tapes also has uh instagram Bandcamp, um all of that stuff and that's rad r-a-d and then safari you know like the game yeah. park and then yeah, tapes yeah. like cassettes and uh yeah that and then um check out the bon voyage stuff on the acid side of bon voyage have a nice trip <laughs> that's that one so what's up with yeah. this uh so this is your label this uh this this one you're talking Ra- about yeah rad safari tapes yeah rad safari tapes is my label when did you start that up? I started that when COVID started. So nice. it's like the labels, the labels were putting all my projects on the back burner and I need to sell my music so I could eat. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't happening and there wasn't too much giving there. So I just needed to kind of align myself and just kind of shape up and figure out a way that I'm going to get through this. And it wound up being a beautiful blessing because it was just a lot of implementing all the things I learned throughout my career and just me finding that it's actually quite simple and really fun to, to manage and deal with your own career. Man, congratulations so cool. on uh, that, man. That's really dope. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. It goes with the inspiration and the help of friends and people like yourself. So I like take my hat off and really appreciate all my people that believe and support like throughout the years, multiple, multiple years, because that's been the force I'm able to do it. So Yep, yep. For sure. Well, we'll see you over here sooner than later, man. Hopefully. Absolutely, man. Definitely. And uh listen up on FM4. They've been playing the, the new stuff. So yeah, I think Tribe Vibes, big up yeah, Trish's facts. Yeah. Yeah. Every Thursday yeah. night, Tribe Vibes with DJ yep, Fick. Yep. <laughs> yep. Big ups, Tribe Vibes. Yeah, right, definitely. Man. Dope, man. All right, man. Well, I'll let you go because I know you got some a lot of shit to do today. So yeah, man. Will you be in touch, bro? I really appreciate you, man. Like yeah, I really want to see what's going on in your art side too, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for hype. reaching out. All right. Yep, man. Anytime. Cool, man. Well, we'll talk soon, man. Keep it up. All right. Thanks you too, brother. Peace.
motivated myself Like nobody got me here cause I made it myself And the trophy is only good for the shelf If anybody looking at